start, just ask. I wanted to try to develop a little bit the first Rashi in Parshas Baha'u Loisha. And to, it's, a, it's a Rashi all of us are familiar with. Maybe to try to see what we could, some practical chizik to get out of it. Rashi wants to know why is the beginning of Parshas Baha'u Loisha that discusses the lighting of the menorah, why does that follow all the karbanas that the Nisim brought when uh, during the time of the inauguration of the Mishkan. Meaning for the first 12 days that the Mishkan was put up, every single day there was a different, a Nasi of a different shade that brought us a specific carbon. It was called the Chanukah Samishkan. And then we learn about the Neira. So Rashi says, Lama nismach al-Parsha Samanorah, the Parsha Sanasiyam. Why is the Parsha of the Menorah directly following the Parsha, all the detail of the Karbanas of the Nasiyam? So the famous Rashi, Rashi says that Aaron HaKoyim was very sad. Not only was he sad, he had Chalisha Sadas. He felt weak, a weakening of his mind. Lefishek Shara, Aaron, Chanukah Sanasim. When Aaron HaKoyim saw the Chanukah Sanasim, the Karbanas that the Nesim brought to inaugurate the Mishkan, Chal Sha'az Daita, his mind became weak because he wasn't a part of it. Aaron said, right, it wasn't him, neither him nor his Shevet. Amalah Kaddish Baruch Hashem comes to Aaron and he says to him, Chayecha, Chayecha, by your life, it's a lashon of Shavuah, Shalcha Gedoyla Mishalahem, that which is yours, that which you have is much greater than that which they have. Why? She'atom madlik Because you light and fix the neiros of the menorah. So just to make the deal, what is this lashon? She'atom madlik he doesn't just say because you light the neiros. You light and then you fix the neiros. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll ask a few more questions in there, but we'll come back to that. But to the Shakla Vitaria, the dialogue over here is a little difficult to understand. Aaron brought Karbanas in the base of Mikdash every day. In the Mishkan, Aaron Akon was bringing Karbanas every day. He wasn't complaining that he couldn't do Avaida in the Mishkan. What's the Raya? Because he did Avaida all the time. What was his taina? Why am I not part of the... I want to be part of the inauguration of the Mishkan. That's what I want to be a part of. That new thing, that the first Karbanus of the Mishkan. Hashem says to him, no, that which you have is greater than that which they have, because you always like the menorah in the Mishkan. I know, I also always bring the Karbanus in the Mishkan. But I wanted to be part of Chanukah Mishkan, and I lost out on that. So what is he being told? What, what is this reassurance that he gets? It's, he's, he's complaining about one thing and we, we're reassuring him with something else. So why did he want to be part of Hanukkah Samishkan? What's unique about those first karbanas that were brought during those first 12 days? What's the specialty with Hanukkah? And at this point, we get to, I don't know everything we're going to say here is a big Kiddush, but it's, it's definitely something that we should be talking over and trying to gain physic from. There's a very... Uh, Fundamental Pasuk in Sefer Yeshaya, in Perak Chavtes. Chavtes Yud Gimel. Hashem communicates with Klai Yisrael through the Navi Yeshaya. Vayomer Hashem. The people are coming close to me. Yan ki The people are coming close to me. Befiv o kibduni. 
They're giving me covered with their mouths and with their lips. The But their hearts are so distant from me. The Rabbana Shalom, this is referring to a time people are doing all the right things. They're going through all the right moves, but they're not into it. Surface. They're doing it with their lips, they're doing it with their actions, but they're not doing it with their hearts. The Rabbana Shalom says, Vatihi Yerasamaisi, they're Yira of me. They're refraining from doing the wrong thing and doing the right thing. Is mitzvah sanashim malumada. It's like the commandments of people that are done by rote. Malumada, just like you could train, you could program something. It's a ro- robotic type of avodas Hashem. The Rabbanu Shalom says, I so don't appreciate that. Lachein hinani Yosef lahafli es amazer hafli vafele. Rabbanu Shalom says, I'm going to come down very strong on the people. That's not what avodas Hashem is about. Avodas Hashem is Rachman Alibavai. The Rabbanu wants a heart. Rabbanu wants us to mean the things that we do. He wants us to. Then even if what we do is not that great, but when it comes with a heart and it comes with a ratzim, then it means something. It's a very, very, very strong pasuk, a very strong lashon of a pasuk. The Rabbanu Shalom says, when Avodas Hashem is done, mitzvah sanashim alumada, like somebody was just programmed by another person to do and do and just do things by rote. <coughs> It's not real Avaita. So let's talk about the Mishkan. The ultimate place, the place that Avaita is done, the place that's special, that's unique. We have Avaita Hashem all the time. But which place is built for Avaita Hashem? Which place is all about Avaita? That's obviously the Mishkan. That's where the Avaita Sakarbanas was done. That's the place of Avaita. Who does the Avaita in the Mishkan primarily? The Kohanim. The Kohanim had a certain midah. Gemara says, Kohanim's reasoning. When the Kohanim did the Avodah in the Beis HaMikdash, they had a midah of Zriza. Zriza means there wasn't any schlepping. It wasn't I've been here and done it before. There was an energy. There was an excitement. They were alert. They were so on top of their game that there's an afkamina lahalacha. Know that the Chazal, in many cases, made certain gzeras. You're not allowed to do certain things because it could lead to violating a Dariza. It's called the Shavuz, Nilchas Shabbos. All the Rabbanans are called the Shavuz. And we have a klal, Ein Shavuz B'mikdash. Ein Shavuz B'mikdash, meaning that the Rabbanan didn't apply their halachas, their gzeras, don't apply in the Mishkan, in the Mikdash. Why? Why? Because since the Kohanimah's reason, they're so alert, they're so on top of their game, things are done in such an exact way, they're not going to make the mistake. Hazal had to enforce certain things so that we don't make problems, so that we're not nechshel. That's not a concern in the Mikdash. The Avoidah in the Mikdash was done with heart. It wasn't a robotic type of an Avoidah that was just done. The point wasn't just to get the job done. In the Makam Mikdash, it has to be done with lave, with attention to detail, with zrizas, with excitement. That's why the Mikdash had to be so beautiful so that it would just capture. It was always it was such an incredible experience. That's why there was music. That's why there were so many things. that You're not just going to fall into some sort of a, of, a, of, a, of a robotic type of existence. And this is true about the Avoidah and the Beis HaMikdash in general. You could understand that Aaron Akain, obviously for the first time, the first time you walk into the Beis HaMikdash, let's talk about the Mishkan. The first time the Mishkan was used, with all of the, the, the Torah goes into so much detail how everything was built and it was so, it was, it was so majestic, it was so, so holy, so inspiring. 
The first Avaida done in that Mishkan had to have been the, the Cheshek, the excitement, the, the lofty Kavanas. The first time that that Avaida was done was probably the best one could ever do Avaida. Bar Mitzvah child, imagine if you could become Bar Mitzvah when you're 33, instead of 13. You really understand what you're doing. And you know, and you put on that tefillin for the first time. There's a certain energy that runs through, a certain <coughs> excitement, a certain... But if you could go back to the Bar Mitzvah days, there's a certain, there's a certain specialness. A person comes to... A person enters a new level of learning, a person enters a new yeshiva, a person... Uh, any, any new thing. A chassan puts on a talus for the first time if he hasn't worn a talus before... It, 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 it's exciting. There's a certain... Aaron Akoin, when he's... he's Aaron was upset. He had a Chalisha Sadas that he wasn't working. He wasn't part of the Chanukah Sameshkan. So we asked a question, but Aaron was doing Avodah all the time. Every carbon was his. But Aaron, all that he's wanted to do, wanting to do Ratzon Hashem in the best way, wanting to do Avodah Hashem in the best way, Aaron is saying, imagine if I could do it with that freshness, with that excitement, with that Zerizas, that the, the, the Nesim had to be bringing that first carbon, the very first 12 days, those first carbonas, if that could be my carbon, it wasn't him wanting things for himself. He, nothing that he wanted to do more was than to do the Ratzon Hashem and to do Avodah Hashem. But Avodah Hashem, the way Avodah Hashem is supposed to be done, with freshness, with excitement, with heart, with meaning, with Yero, with Ava, with all the feelings... Aaron says, I wish I would have had that opportunity. I feel it was taken away. Chal Shadaita. That's, that's the Chalisha Sadas that Aaron has. So what does the Rabbani Shalom say to him? He says, What you have is greater than theirs. How does that answer the question? <clears throat> In Parsha Tzav, we read that there's something called a Minchas Chena. Karak Vav, Pasuk. Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Dalet. What is the Menchas Chena? Anybody know? Correct. The Menchas Chena is the carbon that a Kayan brings on the first day that he has the opportunity to serve in the Beis HaMekdash. When it's his first time, his first day, Menchas Chena, Chenoch is from the Lashon of Chanukah. When he's being dedicated into the Avoid of the Beis HaMekdash, his own initiation, he brings a special carbon called the Menchas Chena because it's his first time. There's somebody else who brings a Minchas Chinuch. And that is the Kayan Gadol. Every single day the Kayan Gadol brings a Minchas Chinuch. Minchas Chinuch is the first time you're doing the Avaidah. Because the Kayan Gadol has to be on such a level that even though it's every single day, he can't be, oh, I'm back at my job. Deja vu, I'm doing the Avaidah once again. The Kayan Gadol, one of the prerequisites to be a Kayan Gadol is that your Avaidah every day has a new freshness. It's as if today's your first day. You find some new aspect to get inspired, some new aspect to get his iris. And the Kayan Gadol, every day there's something new about his Avaidah, to the extent that he brings a Minchas Chinuch every day. Interesting, the Minchas Chinuch was brought in the morning and the afternoon, every day, morning and afternoon, by the Kayan Gadol. So the Yismach Moshe, in the, in, in the Psicha, in the introduction to the Yismach Moshe, says something unreal. He says, why is it that the Kayan Gadol brings his Minchas Chinuch by morning, morning and afternoon? He says, it's not enough that he feels a freshness every day. He has to feel a freshness every afternoon. can't just be that today's, that this afternoon is the Hamshach of this morning. Every day, every opportunity to serve in the Beis HaMikdash is a new opportunity. 
says the Yisrach Marsha, Ein l'cha Adam Yisrael, there's no Yid who hasn't had moments of cheshek to do the Ratzon of Hashem, to want to come closer, to want to do tshuva. He brings the Lashon of the Rokech, but usually it's at the beginning. Ein chasidus ki chasidus betchilasa. Chasidus, piety, there's nothing like those first moments that a person does it. Ein chasidus ki chasidus betchilasa. But after a while, we cool off, we come back to the way we were. B'nai Aliyah, what's a Ben Aliyah? He says, a Ben Aliyah, somebody's always, we spoke about at the beginning of this man, a Ben Aliyah, somebody is always going higher and higher. There's always his chachas. Shebuchol eis nidmeloi, that this is the beginning of his avayda. He doesn't feel like he's in the middle, he doesn't feel like he's at the end. He always finds new ways to connect, new things that he could hold on to. He finds a freshness in his avayda Hashem. So the Ismach uh, Moshe brings down that Karban Aaron, he's bringing the Minchas Chinuch twice each day. Why twice? Because a Ben Ali is not only from day to day. It's from hour to hour. It's from first Seder to second Seder. It's also a new opportunity. It's going to be with a new freshness, a new Hizchachas. Aaron Akain was afraid, because that's what a Ben Ali is, not somebody who's complacent. Aaron Akain wants to make sure that when he does the Avaid on the Beis HaMikdash, when he does the Avaid on the Mishkan, he does it in a way that he could use the ultimate hischachis and excitement and, and yearning and everything that a mitzvah, everything that, that Avaid on the Mishkan entails. He wanted to be a part of the beginning. Aaron Akain didn't have to be concerned. Why didn't he have to be concerned? Because Aaron Akain always did his Avaid. Every Kain Gadol does his Avaid with hischachis all the time. Aaron Akain certainly as we're going to see in a moment, didn't have to be concerned. That's a kind God is on that level. Hashem says, I know that your regular Avaida is what the Levium had, at, is what the Nesim had the first time that they did it. Where do you see this by Aaron Akain? <clears throat> Moshe Rabbeinu tells Aaron to light the Neiris and the Menorah. Vayas Kain Aaron, the Torah is made that Aaron did what Moshe told him. Famous Rashi, why do you have to say that Aaron did it? Of course he did it. Rashi says, Malamit Shina. It's telling us Aaron's shevach was he didn't change from what Moshe told him to do. Would anybody think that Aaron would have changed from what he was supposed to do? The Sfasemah says something unreal. The Sfasemah says most people, in order to get his chachas and avodas Hashem, need to do things different. Meaning, if I feel like I'm getting a little stale in the way I daven, I'm going to find maybe another place to sit. I'll use maybe a different sitter. I'll use maybe a different pirish. I'll prepare it a different way, generally speaking, in order to get his chachas and avoid his Hashem. So we have to look for eights, and that's fine. Look for eights to keep it fresh. We have to keep it fresh. kol Adam, at the beginning, there's a Yisairus Latayim. We don't have that same energy. So we need to be mechapes, a different Yisairus. We're always looking for different ways to be in his chazik, and that's fine. But Aaron, the, the best way would be if we could do it like we did it the first time, with that energy, without having to look for new Eitzes. And Aaron Akain had that midah. Shaloi Shina, he didn't have to change from what he had before. Lahagit Shvaka Shal Aaron. He was able to do it exactly the way he did it the first time. And it was exactly the way he did it the first time. With cheshek, with heart, with yearning, with wanting to come close to Hashem, with coming close to Hashem. Doing it not only by rote, not only going through the motions, but doing it with all that excitement and fervor that he had the first time. You know, perhaps the menorah is a little different than anything else. Let's say 
the classic avoid in the Beis Hamikdash was obviously bringing karbanas. But it's always a new animal, and even if you have to shecht your carbon on the northern side of the Beis of the Beis Hamikdash, there's a lot of different places in the north. You could do it here, you could do it there. There's always room for his notches. The menorah. What happens? You light the certain receptacles in the menorah. You kindle those lights. The coin has to then come and do hatavas aneiros. What is hatavas aneiros? He has to clean out the wick and the oil, whatever's left over, to make room to put more oil and another wick in exactly the same place. The hatavas aneiros means, why am I cleaning this out? I'm cleaning this out because we need to do this, we need to repeat it. To do the menorah, which involves madlik or mated, you're going to light and you're going to clean out, and you're going to light and you're going to clean out. That's the one avoid in the Mishnah where it looked so repetitive. It's exactly what you're doing. You, you're being madlik, you're cleaning it out, you're lighting it again. And Dafkov over there, Lahagit Shvacha Shal Aaron, Rabban Shalom says, Aaron, you don't need to be a part of that Chanukah. Why? Shalcha, because the way you do your avoid is greater than theirs. Shata madlik you're able to light and clean out and light the neiris again. You're able to do that with Shaloshina. Without having to go back, you have that built in his chachas. So you don't have to have that chalisha sadas. That's what the Rabbanu Shalom is telling Aaron Akain. Let's talk about us. We have a few minutes. <clears throat> One thing we see from Aaron Akain's yearning to do it with this freshness, to do his avoid all the time, with heart, with, with meaning, with emotion, with, with irrigation, with understanding. You see from Aaron Akain, Hashem has to reassure him, we discussed how that worked. Well, we see how crucial that is. Why did Aaron have to have Chalisha Sadas? We see the importance of having to do it. You know, towards the end of the parasha, Klai Yisrael gets... They start to feel stale about something else. The whole parasha of the Mis'aven. Mis'aven, they started to develop a taiva. Well, the way the Baal Shem Tov is medayik, they had a taiva to have a taiva. They were such a madrega, they didn't have taivas. But they had a taiva to have a taiva. What was it? They ate the same food every single day. It looked the same. We know it tasted different. But there was a certain, a certain boredom that came in. When Klai Yisrael experienced that boredom, there's no ischachas. It was about food. But they lost that freshness. We feel that our nefesh, our rotsen has become dry. Ain't cold. We don't feel like there's anything going on. They wanted to go back to Mitzrayim. They started becoming nostalgic for Mitzrayim. Put yourself back to what was going on in Mitzrayim. All the oppression and the, the killing and, the, and the, the, everything we speak about before Pesach, about how difficult life was in Mitzrayim. But when a person falls into the trap of rote and his yashness, our mind becomes so cloudy. We start to think so warped that we could even become nostalgic for Mitzrayim. You see the importance, how crucial it is to figure out Eitzes, to keep Avodah Hashem fresh. We could become, we, the human nature is to always look for excitement, to look for something new, that if it comes to a point, it's even in the food that we eat. If it just becomes, it, ha- it could be that's why um, Chef Yo does what he does, and he gives us these kind of spreads every day, because if it wouldn't be this way, who knows? A person could fall into, a person could start, could give everything up. They're on their way to Eretz Yisrael. They're in the Midbar. They're the Aman. They give everything up and go back to Mitzrayim. Why? Because they're not feeling fresh. It doesn't feel fresh. 
Things are becoming boring. Things are becoming... So what is the Eitzah? How do we do it? We're coming now with Hebli and her a very good man. We have another month left. What do we do? What could we do? This is the time. This is the end of the year. It's been a good year, but it's been a long year. What do we do to keep things fresh? What do we do to keep things from becoming stale, from becoming rote? <clears throat> now, there's different eights, but one eights definitely is. And we spoke just to, you know, to remind us when we spoke, I don't remember when, a couple of, maybe a few months ago. We spoke about the eights of the Masils Yasharim. Masils Yasharim says a person who's excited about the things he does, does things bizrizis, does things efficiently, makes sure that he does them right away and he finishes them right away. That's a person who's excited about doing it. And how do you become excited? He says, by doing it in an efficient way. If you do things with efficiency, it'll be ma'ur the lave, the pu'ula of zrizis, of not schlepping. Something needs to be done. Something, if a seder is supposed to start at a certain time, if davening is supposed to start at a certain time, if something is supposed to do the pu'ula of zrizis, I wish I would be in the mood. I wish I would feel it. If I'd feel it, I'd be there. So be there and you'll feel it. That's what Masil Sushan says. Just do it. We're human beings. We're not, we don't always have that kind of a brand. But if we do it with a brand and we go through, we do that pa'ula of doing things right away like the Kohanim's reason, then we'll feel it. And when we feel it, then we'll taka do it that way because that's how we feel. But there's another etzah that the Svarim say. Another etzah is to focus on now. Not to focus on yesterday and not to focus on tomorrow. To focus on the task at hand. The Pasuk says, Today, don't focus on yesterday and not tomorrow. Today, what am I supposed to do? Rashi says, Today, it's got to be a new thing. What do you mean a new thing? It's not a new thing. But today has its chore. Today has its avayda. Today has its opportunity. Not today, when? Meaning each day has its own mission. You can never repeat today. What I have today, I only have today. Tomorrow has its requirements. Tomorrow has its, its opportunities. Tomorrow has its things that could be done. It's a big thing. We're coming now towards... Uh, you know, I, don't, I don't talk about Sugsman a month before. But you see, you feel a, a, a little bit sometimes now the weddings are starting and things are... are, are <clears throat> the night's aid is taking a little bit of a hit. I don't know that, I don't know that there were that many weddings. But, oh, but it's not only weddings... Guards, dates. <clears throat> but to view each time, each night, each Seder, each Tefillah, each, each, each time as that time, as that opportunity. When a person does that, then even when I'm chazering, even when I'm going over, even when things are the same thing I did before, a person could find a new time. Most of us are learning sukkah. In, in the fourth parak on, on Mem Vava Medbeis, Kumar talks about Chazara. V'hayam Shamaya Tishma. What is Shamaya Tishma? Says the Gemara. Im Shamaya Beyashan Tishma Bechadash. Says Rashi. If a person's Shamaya Beyashan, if a person chazers that which he's learned, but I've already done it, I've already seen it. Tishma Bechadash. But you do it and you apply yourself, you'll see new things, you'll hear new things, says Rashi. 
Tishakim boy, you'll understand new things. Lahavin dvarim chadashim, mitoyf dvarim yeshanim. If a person, if all that I'm doing is just repeating what I learned and going through it by road, I'm not going to say anything. But if I say now today is this opportunity, yes, I've seen it before. before. When you apply yourself that this is this opportunity, I'm going to throw myself into it. Even in the things that I have seen, even in the things that I have known. Shmanasra is the same Shmanasra every time, three times a day. But it so doesn't have to be that way. If I'm focusing that this is my Shmanasra, this is my opportunity to speak to the Bible, this is my opportunity to connect. A person could find that his conscious. And if we do it and we work on it ourselves, the Bezah Hashem, it could have a spillover effect to those around us and from them back to us. Rosh should help all of us that we should be zarchet to serve Hashem, not in a malumadadika way, not in a way that's just rote and routine, but in a way that our hearts are into it, and the shamas are into it. Our, our, the the mailah of his conscious, the mailah of trying to do things in a fresh way, doesn't have to be something completely different. I could be doing what I did yesterday, not the way I did yesterday, but grabbing the opportunities of today. Yeah.